Today on Gamerhead Radio, snow fucking everywhere, snow. Gamerhead Radio starts now. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I am, of course, Viking Jesus Mike Nemitz, the man that hates snow more than almost everything on the planet right now. Um, almost everything. I, I think that I can't think of anything I hate more. But anyway, um, and uh, of course, joining me. Are you okay over there? Yeah. <laughs> joining me, looking out of the window like he's paranoid someone's going to shoot him. No, I seen blinky lights. <laughs> it's of course. <laughs> Is, of course, the uh, barnyard animal goat. That would be me, who also hates snow more than most things. <laughs> and uh, in front of me is none other than the Technotronic Corn himself, Mr. Charlie Worthley. Yeah, I'm not just Charlie. being a follower when I say I also hate snow. <laughs> and uh, d- joining us as a surprise uh, guest this week, um, a surprise even to us, Kind of. Um, is uh, Audrey, her last name is too long and hard <laughs> to pronounce, so I'm going to make her introduce herself. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm Audrey Zemplinski. Uh, you might as well just call me Audrey Reagan, just to make it easier on you guys. But no, I like snow. I don't know what's so wrong with it. <laughs> uh, you haven't had a drive in it as much as we oh, do. Okay. <laughs> That's true. Um, that's the only part I hate, uh, that and uh, shoveling, which I don't have to do much of because I have a snowblower. <laughs> it's awesome. I like looking at snow through the window. That's about it. Yeah. yeah. Snow yeah. gives you more of a chance and a reason to play video games, right? Hey. Yeah, that's why we're here. Anyway, <laughs> um, so uh, slow week in uh, the video game industry. MAGFest happened, is happening, was happening, will happen. Something. Um, for those of you unfamiliar, MAGFest is... Are you okay over there, Goat? I was trying to figure out if it actually was still happening, but I think it's done. I th- yeah, I think our, our friends are heading back and everything. Yeah. Uh, so MAGFest was a thing. Um, for those of you that are uninformed, uh, MAGFest is a celebration of uh, video games and their music, specifically. Um, uh, we actually had a couple friends that were there. Um, you know, Our, our friend uh, Tommy Tallarico actually had a panel there, two panels there, which is... Ridiculous. They were nice panels, like wood grain and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's going to be one of those shows. <laughs> um, so yeah, MAGFest happened. No, uh, no games came out this week because... MAGFest. Because, yeah, sure, <laughs> let's go with that. Um, we won't actually have any large games coming out until the Banner Saga, which is coming out the 14th, and you guys should be paying attention to it. I'm not saying why, I'm just leaving vague hints. Um, but anyway... Um, <laughs> Charlie's looking at me like he hates me right you now. You are the biggest tease <laughs> that I have ever met, and that's saying something, sir. <laughs> well, you know, I, I know how to actually keep a secret until someone tells me I don't have to keep it a secret anymore. Mostly. Um, so anyway, so Audrey, uh, since you're new to the show, um, we always start off um, every episode with um, going around the room and saying what we've played in the past week as far as video games go and stuff like that. And sometimes, you know, like last week, Goat will come in with a laundry list of like three million games that suddenly he found time for. I'm sorry, my job decided to not make me go in for a while. 
<laughs> I <laughs> filled like the me. gap. Yeah, I was out for like a week, as Mike knows. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Audrey, what uh, what games did you play this week? Well, actually, I as Mike knows, I got over um, playing Assassin's Creed Four. Like this is like the second or third time. I don't remember. I played it oh, a lot. I thought it was like the eight thousandth time you. Yeah, it. pretty much. Uh, I don't know. I've always had such a love for the Assassin's Creed games, um, especially for Connor one because I'm like little bit native american uh, and like i have that heritage in my family so i just get like really emotionally attached to i don't know native american stuff um and so i thought that was really cool and then uh when assassin's creed 4 came out uh, i was like absolutely addicted because i like love pirate things i'm a really weird nerd when it comes to that stuff sometimes i dress up as a pirate it's pretty sad i know no, no, no. <laughs> we're, we're okay with this occasionally goat will actually dress up as a goat and play bass and really everything. Oh, okay yeah glad i'm not alone you were drunk sorry that <laughs> <laughs> doesn't really narrow down the show but <laughs> right right so anyway um so i got over assassin's creed 4 and um it. and i started playing far cry 3 because i bought it for my brother and then um I got to play it on PC, but I wanted to play it on Xbox to see if there was anything different. Um, no. And no, really, nothing was except different. For, it's still a great you, story. Except for you don't have to deal with stupid Uplay stuff right. on Xbox. Um, anyway, so I played Far Cry 3. I ended up keeping it, and I finished it in a matter of a couple days. Um, it was a really great story. So, yeah, that was pretty much all I played these past few weeks. So, go. what did you play this week? Hopefully it's not like 1,100 fucking games this time. No, no, it's like... Two? Two, maybe two, two, one, one, no, two, I don't know. <laughs> Let's just say two. Yeah, we'll say two. Uh, I don't know what the second one is. Uh, <laughs> Damn it, code. Must not have been important. <laughs> Probably not. No, I've been stuck on Deadpool. Uh, I've been trudging through that pretty well, and it's, it's getting better and better as you go through it. So, um, How much time have you put into that? I thought it was relatively short. It is. It, it is. is a life. So, I mean, it's like, I think it's supposed to be like six, seven I hours. Understand. <laughs> no, no, but I was going to say, you have I think it's six and a half hours. Yeah. This room. Yeah. But I'm not really, I'm not really like hauling ass through it because it's okay. that fun. And I, I like want to wander around and kind of piss around so, and do a little bit of the extras. So when he and I trade games and I let him borrow Batman and he lets me borrow, borrow Deadpool, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have like one of these where I'm like pulling it out of his hand. He's like, no, it, it, it's mine. So. No, I'll, I'll gladly trade back to DC. Go from the <laughs> one Marvel character that I like to the... DC best character. DC character you yeah. like. Well, I like his villain, but yeah. He kinda got shoved into the uh like basket since yeah. it's his series. <laughs> um other than that, uh GTA online, but I don't really count that as playing anymore because now it's just pissing people off. Which and doing I would imagine you do exceedingly well on the internet. Yeah, yeah. I'm averaging three to four quits a session now. I'm doing oh. pretty good. My my I'm pushing for ten. Pushing okay then. So <laughs> You know, there's this whole rating system and like. Oh yeah, I'm a hundred. I'm a hundred percent on language. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> I wasn't. Um, <laughs> but on the other side of that, um, early quitting. I I don't have any on that. I don't think maybe ten percent on that. It's really low. And actually, I have sixty-six percent people who like to play with me, and the lower half is they don't. So apparently, they just don't like the way I talk to them. Sounds pretty Can't exemplary of why. your real <laughs> life social situation. So yeah. So, I mean, you know, Xbox Live doesn't lie. <laughs> I like it. Charlie, what was on your, uh, your, your... What'd you play this week? <laughs> Super Mario 3D World! <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, does he still do that, or does he do like a meow thing with the cat suit on? Both. No. Okay. It depends on what he's wearing. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Michelle and I finally we we got hung up just with holiday stuff happening. Uh, we we literally got up to the the last level. Well, the the beat Bowser level. Yeah. And um and then we got held up just with holiday stuff for uh, like a couple weeks, and we finally got back to it, uh, only to discover that after that mild spoiler there's actually a whole ton of more levels and content after that mm-hmm. so we've been kind of going through that and um, we now have cleared every single level in the game except for whatever comes after collecting every single star golden flag and stamp which we are now in the process of <laughs> out of 342 stars we have of, as of when i stopped playing about an hour ago uh, 305 wow. so we're getting there that's more than i will ever have <laughs> that's four stars and you've gotten from mario in its existence yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of Mario, I don't know if you've seen that new video on YouTube. It's called Power Up. Uh, it's by Corridor Digital. It's all Mario. I love it. It was such a good video. Is this the one where the Mario one was Mario fighting Mario Master Chief and Lara yeah. Croft? Yeah. Yes. Lara Croft. Yeah. That was amazing. I thought that was amazing. Yeah, yes. that was so was cool. Very well done. <laughs> um, and so aside from that, uh, that, that really, that's been about it. Uh, more watching Michelle play Peggle. Um which I bet is actually endlessly entertaining. It, 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 yes, <laughs> very yes. Um, and um, yeah, just uh, just with everything, I haven't gotten a chance to play much of anything else. Um, I still need to get back to finishing Assassin's Creed Three. Um, yeah, but, especially um, before we bring in friends of ours to talk about Assassin's Creed and yes. stuff like that. <laughs> and um, just real quick, um, Audrey, I had, I had a question. You know, you were talking about um, how much you liked um, the main character. Uh, the main character in Assassin's Creed 3. So I'm, I'm curious, do you feel that he was uh, portrayed well? And what, what, what I mean to ask is, do you, do you think that... that I had seen some people say that they didn't like his portrayal of Native American right. heritage and things like that. What is your opinion on I that? I just thought it was um, boring. Honestly, yeah, I, I will be honest, it was a little boring. Um, well, I feel like they did do a good job portraying, uh, respectively, when it comes to Native American... Um, I guess culture you'd call it. Okay. I guess like they portrayed him like the difference between Ezio and Connor was that Ezio was just Ezio a very was a player. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, that's the thing. And it was like <laughs> uh, Native American culture always caused, you know, was traditional and you you had to be, you know, respected throughout your tribe. And um obviously, I mean, people slipped up sometimes. I mean, that's just human nature. But uh I don't know. Like I thought I was I thought it was interesting just seeing um, the emotional um, hardships he went through from seeing from his like father and stuff. But I don't know. They could have made it a little more emotional because he seemed very monotone throughout the game. Yeah. His, the voice actor that they got to play him. And, and, you know, I don't know if this is the, the, on the fault of the voice actor and the fault of the director or what. But he just didn't have a lot of range. Right. And I actually looked him up. I looked up the voice actor. I forgot his name. And I looked him up. Uh, he played in... Um, in uh, a show once i don't know what in the world it was but it was like on youtube and um he did a really good job acting that but i'm wondering if they told him to be a little more monotone for him to be like that kind of character where gotcha. okay it's just i don't know i really don't know but i felt like they could have done better but i'm glad that they were able to keep that respective tradition in instead of being like this kind of player character that messes around with people so okay yeah cool Oh, my turn. Um, yes. So I I, uh, I started and finished uh, Killzone Shadowfall. Uh, decent game. Not worth the full price of admission, personally. 
Uh, definitely, you know, it, it's a shooter. So unless you're really heavy into multiplayer, then you really won't find any value in it whatsoever anyway. Um, I also played... Uh, 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 what did I play? Oh, I, I played Uncharted Golden Abyss on the Vita. Uh, very good game. Um, very visually stunning for a Vita game. I, I know, saw that screenshot. Right, yeah. I know a couple of you guys saw the screenshot I posted and stuff like that. It, I was impressed. Um, I mean, the gameplay is just, you know, your normal Uncharted, which is... Yeah, okay. But... Um, and the story was really good and stuff like that. Even though most of the characters that I love in the Uncharted series weren't really in the game... Except for, you know, obviously Drake was in it, but pretty much everyone else is just like, I don't know who you are, or you, or you. I think I remember you. No, you weren't in it at all. Anyway. Um, and then a couple days ago, I just started Dead Rising 3 on Xbox One, um, which I'm liking a lot more than I expected to. Um, partially because of the, uh, believe it or not, and Charlie's going to love this, because of the Smart Glass integration. Oh, yeah? So there's a Smart Glass app for Dead Rising 3. Which originally I used on my phone, but it keeps my phone on and it drained the battery like no other, so I switched over to my Surface because it made more sense. Probably a better experience anyways. Yeah. Um, well, it basically just turns your device into, like, a phone. You know, you find a phone in-game and then you get a call from a janitor and he's just like, Yep, it's pretty lonely out here. I'll tell you to go places and get your get extra weapons and stuff like that. All I ask is that before this whole place gets bombed, you bring me some good porn or something. He says that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, uh, so your whole device turns into that phone and occasionally you'll get calls from him and he'll tell you just like, Hey, go here. There's a stash here with extra weapons and, uh, like health supplies and stuff like that. Or uh, he'll tell you like, Hey, there's this mission over. He'll give, he'll give you more missions that unlock certain things and, you know, get more experience and things like that. And it's really cool. And you can also... Um, through achieving certain missions, you get what's called access codes, which you can either use to open uh, locked like storage containers full of weapons, um, locked save points, uh, like safe houses and stuff like that, or you can even use them to target a a, uh, a tactical airstrike. So if they're if you're like in a uh, you know on like a highway and there's just like literally thousands of zombies in front of you and you just don't want to deal with that, and you're just like. Yeah, okay. You just pull up your phone, target it there, go, and then missiles fall from the sky, and then everything's dead. <laughs> so now, th this content that you get through Smart Glass with the phone and everything, mm -hmm. is this, would this be available in-game if you didn't have Smart Glass? No. Or, so you have to be using Smart Glass to get you this extra to be, content? Well, to be fair, I mean, it's not, like, crucial to the story or anything but like no, that, but it's a good boost and stuff like that. Okay. Um, but yeah, it, no, it wouldn't be available if you didn't do Smart Glass and stuff like that, so... See, my problem is that I, I find myself forgetting to think about Smart glass. Yeah. So I, I just out of curiosity, does it prompt you to like, hey, if you have smart glass, you should probably turn it on. Like, does it uh, remind I mean, you? I've, I've, only, I've only played like one long session so far, and it told me like in game once I picked up the phone, if you have a smart glass enabled device, you can okay. use this feature. So cool. it did that. I'll have to get back that, to you. That's on, enough. That, yeah, that, yeah. That, that's what I was asking for. Yeah. yeah because it's yeah a reminder like that for games that really take advantage of it like with the little bit i played rise for example i understand <laughs> that there's some there's a smart glass companion app for that i really? I, I, I think pretty i'm sure being a major first party title I, i'm sure that they're they want to push the first right. party features i have no idea what it does but i'm pretty sure that there is something there but i just i haven't remembered to use it yet yeah so um so yeah that, that's good to know that at least they remind you to use it that's that would be helpful interesting okay so that's what we did this week in games let's see what the industry did this week in games
Okay, so coming in at number five, um, apparently at one point the Xbox One didn't even have a disk drive. Um, Pretty late the, in the game, too, from what I saw. Yeah. Um, Microsoft's big wig man of a thousand t-shirts, uh, Phil Spencer, said that... <laughs> That's a great nickname for that man. You know what I'm referring to. He changed his shirt like six times in the middle of the Microsoft press conference. Yes. And then Match has made fun of the fact that he wouldn't stop wearing a t-shirt and blazer. It was great. Um, but he's hip. Apparently. <laughs> So, uh, man of a thousand t-shirts, Phil Spencer, um, admitted in an interview with someone, I forgot who it was, but he said that as soon as, or as late rather, as E3, they thought that they might be able to get away with a version of the Xbox One that wouldn't have a disk drive at all, it would be entirely digital. Of course, we all know the story um, of Charlie ranting over the whole Xbox 180 thing. Yeah. <laughs> Which was glorious reliving for the best of episode, by the way. I'll have to admit that that is one, uh, that's one decision I'm glad that they went back oh, on. Oh, yeah. Because I, you know, there's, there are certain situations where I appreciate, you know, content being available digitally, like especially when it comes to DLC and stuff like that. Right. Uh, and arcade titles and things like that. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to like my major, like $60 games, I want something to put on my shelf. Like I want, yeah, exactly. I want a physical thing that I can, that I can put there and I can say, here's this thing that I own. And then, I, and then the, uh, the, the Titanfall $250 collector's edition wouldn't be a thing and I wouldn't be able to get an 18 inch hood ornament. Right. <laughs> no, you still get it. It would just come with a code instead of a desk. <laughs> oh, yeah. it seems so anticlimactic. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I I agree with Charlie. I wouldn't have been able to do. I mean, because look at all the devices that were digital only. I mean, the, the Ouya, which Ouya has other problems. Um, the PSP Go didn't didn't do very well whatsoever. Um, what else am I thinking of? There are other all digital. Well, I mean, clearly, you know, I've talked a lot about the mobile gaming that I do. So, so clearly, I'm okay with you know digital distribution but when it, up when to it, a point. But when it, when it's like little like bits and pieces of games and stuff like that, not when they're full fledged like sixty dollar console experiences, that's probably where we draw the line. Right. Plus, there's the whole the whole uh, you know aspect of of resale value. It's like you know if I'm right. going to spend sixty dollars on this thing and it's horrible, I would not mind selling it to somebody else for at least to get some of that money back. Right. Or lending it to somebody, that kind of a thing. Right. Yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> I'm a big fan of having physical copies, even with CDs and stuff like that, just because technology fails. Like, I've, I've heard horror stories, even on the music. Look at when um, PlayStation Network, Nintendo Network, and uh, Steam all went down. You yeah, know, right. it, it, if your games were tied to that, then... Yeah. yeah. Well, not even on that end. I mean, more like the... Even like the personal side of it. Like, if you, that didn't have anything to do with it. I've heard horror stories of people losing gigs upon gigs off iTunes because their hard drive crashed. Yeah. And there's yeah. no way to get it back. <laughs> iTunes is like... Eh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> and it's like, if I'm spending $60 on a game, that's going to add up, you know, 10 games to 600 bucks. No, I'm not leaving that in the hands of technology. <laughs> no. Yeah, it'd be especially awful if, like, you know, all of a, if all of a sudden the game that you spent a ton of money on wasn't available for download anymore. Funny you should mention that, Mr. Charlie Technotronic Cornworthly. <laughs> Um, coming in at number four, if you owned any digital Marvel games, I hope you keep them on your hard drive because you can't get them anymore on Xbox Live, PlayStation Network, Steam, or I don't think there are any Marvel games on Nintendo Network. Is there anything on Nintendo Network? Nothing. Ever. Okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, a couple days ago, all Marvel games were completely pulled from all digital marketplaces, which includes Deadpool, which Goat has apparently been enjoying immensely. Yeah. Um, uh, the X-Men games, the Spider-Man games, except for uh, the Amazing Spider-Man, which I believe the rights to that are owned by Sony. 
because it's a movie tie-in, so the, the oh, didn't, right, you know, yeah. and he's amazing. So I'm guessing I probably <laughs> skipped him over that too. Um, anyway, so all those games went down completely, and we're assuming it's because rights from the games transferred from. Well, uh, remember because Marvel vs. Capcom was delisted as well. Um, so everyone's assuming that the rights are just transferring from Activision and Capcom and everyone over to Disney, and Disney is really staying away from the video game game um because apparently it's not worked out well for them except for the fact that disney infinity is still selling like digitized crack is it seriously like, uh, is, it, is that doing well i uh, i see every single kid at my best buy walk out with a figure really every single one yeah, wow yeah. at least one mind you are you looking in a mirror maybe <laughs> <laughs> Every day I leave, there's just figures. There's, a, there's just this guy. He's got this great beard. And he's in an ugly yellow shirt. I mean, just walking out with all these Disney Infinity characters. Well, I mean, one time, um, I actually was at the register for the day, and uh, somebody walked out, literally buying the whole collection of the Infinity. Well, and like Skylanders too. Sounds but like they, something they I got would the do. Whole collection of and both. have time. And I was like, it, it was a lot of money. I was just like, why are you? That's why I'm. Why not were it. they at least on sale that day or something Mm-mm, like that? No. Wow. That's bad timing, on right? His Especially part, because they're uh, buy two get one free this week. Yeah, how is it doing compared to Skylanders? Would you say? Uh, I've been seeing more Infinity characters leave than Skylanders. Really? Yeah, I'd have to agree. Well, because wow. Disney's more recognizable. Right. For sure. Yeah, but I mean, Sky- Skylanders has you know has a foothold in that particular yeah, but, field. But as a parent, people don't know what this See, little purple uh, dragon uh, is, uh, but they do uh, know what the Incredibles Charles, are. Fair enough. Uh, look at it from this way. A kid wants both Skylanders, whatever, and Disney Infinity. They ask their parents, let's get either of these. Parents see Skylanders and just like, I don't know what that is. Parents see Disney and like, oh, it's Disney. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay, fair so, enough. That's, pro- that's probably where this Anything is coming Anything with from. that lovely D on it and parents are like, oh, I've already given you a lot of money. Let's continue the uh, trend. Yeah. <laughs> fair um, enough. But anyway, so if you wanted any Marvel games digitally, you're out of luck. Um, the games are still for sale at retail. Um which we can confirm because we work at retail places. Now, that, um, that's the part that's weird to me because if this is a licensing thing and it's about the distribution of the games and who gets the money or whatever the problem is, yeah. why are they pulling them off the digital but not pulling them off shelves? Oh, I'm Different sure licensing. they're going to pull them off well, shelves. I think, and... Remember when X-Men Destiny was supposed to be destroyed because of that, <laughs> law, because of that lawsuit with Silicon Knights and right. stuff like that? Yes. They they took they delisted it, mm-hmm. but they told Silicon Knights that they just can't produce any copies, and they're just like, okay, we haven't been making copies of that shit for the past three years. <laughs> um, so do you think is do you think they're so going to let the channel run out, or do you think they're actually going to let like copies? No, like, I think them? they're going to pull the copies. Well, yeah. like number one, like these games are. I mean, I don't want to say they're violent because they're really i mean well i don't want to say they're they're not they're marvel games they're not that it's like that but i feel like disney i mean they're buying they bought out star wars uh the star wars i don't know the trilogy or whatever oh yeah yeah, the franchise they bought star wars yeah and so and it's like it's a little i mean star wars is silenced (laughs) sorry i'm I'm it's fine (laughs) no uh like it's a little more violent than um than the marvel games but i would just assume that they're gonna take it off because uh, the shelves because I don't know I just feel like it's Disney I mean they're really worried about everything when it comes to all their products I mean you have to get through I was like watching this thing um, about Kingdom Hearts and they wanted to make a character uh, for the last character I think it was Riku I don't know something was going on about it, oh, it was like an Riku. older interview and uh, they wanted him to like 
uh, be nailed to something. I don't remember exactly. I'm probably getting this wrong with the wrong character. Anyway, uh, Disney absolutely denied it and was like, do not come back with any ideas like that because we're absolutely not going through with that. So it's like kind of, I don't know. I, I just feel like they'd probably take it off uh, because they're probably going to say something's too violent about the video games or want to want to continue with the series or whatever, any games when it comes to Marvel. So. Interesting thing to note um, because of this whole thing. Deadpool has only been on store shelves for six months. Right, Deadpool. Now, Deadpool is like a little more... Uh, flamboyant with their language then that's an understatement <laughs> right. and it's like disney with deadpool that is not going to go down what is nicely. deadpool rated is it teen or mature it's um, is it real it's oh, yeah. Hard M. If you, yeah, yeah i'd have to agree <laughs> it's on the packaging and big, big, i'm pretty sure, like, I'm pretty sure they could have they would have put deadpool on the front f with yeah <laughs> Right. Yes. Yeah, he would have been a white that they could. For, for those oh my of you god! That, yeah. uh, could not are not in this room right now. Uh, Charlie just you know held up. He uh, like, white pretended it. like he was holding up the M rating, which <laughs> I, I wish they could have done by now. Um. So. Uh, so yeah. So which is it's a good thing that I'm borrowing Deadpool from Goat because I really wanted to play it, but now I can't get it digitally and probably won't be able to get it in store soon. Anyway, moving on to number three, a pair of Penny Arcade. News. I wanted to come up with something that started with P to go with a thing, but I can't think of anything. Um, Two cents from Penny Arcade? Yeah! <laughs> points to you, sir. Um, so two big things. Uh, Mr. Ben Kuchera is now the senior opinions editor at Polygon. Uh, if that name's not familiar to you, he, he found it. He didn't found it. Um, he headed up the Penny Arcade report. Um, which are you okay over there, Goat? No, just my mind went off there. I was, the way you stated that, I was like, if they're not, the way you stated it to me, it was like, if you're not familiar with Polygon, not the guy. <laughs> I was like, who's not really familiar? Never mind. It's, it's, me. A, it's a second grade math thing. Anyway. I was like, it's me. Never mind. Um, uh, the Penny Arcade Report, of course, famous for being a. Mm, I don't even know how to describe them. Him, them, whatever. Penny Arcade Report was famous for basically like coming up with those stories that kind of makes everyone feel bad about themselves. You know what I mean? Like they would they would find stories in the industry that like and just like they were like a a more journalistic version of WikiLeaks. Oh, so a, a lot of people it's thought like a lot Penny of public shaming. Yeah, exactly. But so Penny, so the fact that this guy is now the lead opinions editor of Polygon is awesome. Interesting. Well, how much of the um, the nature of the stories from Penny Arcade Report? How much of that do you pin on him versus what he was told to do as his job? Like the the guys from Penny Arcade pretty much gave him free reign over Penny Arcade Report. So so so, so you believe that he was essentially also the the creative well, uh, director, for lack of a better way of well, putting see, it, he, for those he, stories. Well, see, he does have, you know, he's put his own t thoughts on, like, Twitter and stuff like that, and he also seems kind of like a dick. So that's exemplary, okay. Yeah. Um, but speaking of the bosses at Penny Arcade, the other Penny Arcade story um, in the news this week is that uh, Gabe, not his real name, his name's Mike something. That with a K. something yeah, like that, that one. It, it sounds like it should be Hawaiian. Um, <laughs> put out a New Year's resolution post. Um, Gabe admitted that he's uh, typically a very mean-spirited person. 
that he, he's usually very, um, you know, and he, and he gave this whole backstory about it that, you know, he used to be bullied when he was a kid. And he said that, you know, his defense mechanism was, you know, he could pick apart anyone and just like, you know, someone picked on him for being, you know, fat or quiet or something like that. And instantly he would be like, well, your parents are getting divorced. And so it's... Why haven't I met this guy? <laughs> because he's, just like, one, he's like, one half of the founders of Penny Arcade. If you've met him, I would be immensely jealous. I, I just like the, just just a just a quick little behind the scenes moment here. When when Mike said he's typically a very mean spirited person, every single person in this room looked over a goat, <laughs> and we're all like, "Tell us what that's like." Um, like me and this guy should be skipping through the freaking like flower things. <laughs> My doppelganger and long lost brother. <laughs> that guy sucks. Nothing like this guy. Um, so he apologized for you know being an all around toolbox and you know he he said he was going to try to. Wo- this took a turn. You were praising him for being mean, and now you're just being mean about being mean. <laughs> No, I believe the toolbox was probably one of the words he used to describe himself. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. I don't know for sure. I haven't re- I haven't read his apology, but that's very much Penny Arcade vernacular. <laughs> um, so he apologized, you know, for all this and said he was going to work on it and try to be better and things like that. But you know, and I I commend him for it. What? <laughs> I will never apologize. There was, there was a lot of... Well, see, like, someone made a good point. I can't remember what site I saw this comment on, but over the years, Penny Arcade has been trying to distance themselves from PAX because they don't even call it Penny Arcade Expo anymore. Now it's just PAX East, PAX Prime, PAX Dev, PAX yeah, PAX has turned into a word, not an acronym. Right, yeah. Yeah. Because, they, because now they don't want it associated with Penny Arcade anymore because of things like this where Gabe realizes he's just like... I'm hurting our brand because I'm a dick, you know. And, well, the and whole I, I, I respect him for being able to um, look at himself like that and be like, I, "I'm a problem here." Yeah, the whole dick wolves Go, thing. You'll never not, think you're not going to happen, buddy. <laughs> the whole dick wolves thing definitely did not help anything. No, dick it didn't. Yeah. Oh, you haven't heard this, this story? I still don't think that was is that big of a deal necessarily. I don't think it was that big of a deal, but the way they handled it was completely Yeah, wrong. I'll agree with that entirely. How they handled the dick wolves? Well, okay, okay. Yeah. So, 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 quick backstory. So, they came out with a comic so long ago where there was a guy in heavy armor, and there was this, like, really sad looking, like, orphan. It's just like, please uh, save us. We're whipped every day, and we're raped to sleep by the dick wolves every night. And... Some people took offense to the line being raped to sleep, thinking that he was treating it as a joke and stuff like that, which he was, but he wasn't making light of it. You know, he, he was, I don't think at least, you know. I I, I, I am very, uh, I'm definitely not getting on a soapbox here, but I'm, I, I understand the mentality of the people that took offense to the comment. Oh, I do too. I'm very anti-rape culture, anti, like, anytime anybody makes a joke about raping, mm-hmm. like, I've, I've left groups, I've left communities, I've distanced myself from people because they think that that kind of thing is okay. Right. And so I definitely, I definitely understand the mentality of the people that, um, that took offense to that. But then the way that Penny Arcade proceeded to handle their response to these people was... It- relatively unpro- relatively entirely unprofessional yes and, you know they they uh um i i don't remember much of the backlash as the original event because the original event was just you know well the the, the initial response was that they made a comic like their initial response was a comic basically responding to it and basically saying like this is a comic strip. This was a, this was apparently offensive. You know, I, I remember that. Like, it, it, I don't remember the exact wording, but it was essentially like apparently some people were offended by this. 
you must not have been paying attention to our comics for the last five years or something, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Completely just blowing it off and, yeah. and not giving any, any credence to the complaints or anything like that. Right. And then from there, like it went on to uh, at, at one of the PAX panels, like somebody asked him to draw a dick wolf. I remember that. And so like, you know, of course that uh, he's drawing and he's got a camera on a sketch pad. And so behind him now there's like a 50 foot wolf made out of dicks behind him. And like just, and then they made a shirt that's like, there, there was some dick wolf the shirt. The arcade dick wolves. It's supposed to be like a. It's supposed to be like a knockoff of like a oh, high school like, like, like a sports jersey or something, or something like, like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> I, 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 I almost wanted to get goat one when they first came out. <laughs> Would have lived in that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's just uh, yeah. The, the way they handled it was completely wrong. But See, um, I agree. The only thing that's missing about this is then all of a sudden Peta comes out and has a big save the dick wolves campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh, so. that, that would I would quit journalism that day. It's just like I can't even make this up. Bye, see ya. <laughs> some crazy lady with the screaming face, like normal. Like a shirt that says "Save my dick, wolf." <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, <laughs> moving on from dick wolves. Oh really? Okay, because I, I oh okay. Am I allowed to say something? Like, are we on time or whatever? Yeah, no, go right. Okay, go okay. for it. Because I that actually kind of made me want to talk about like professionalism in the gaming industry like how people don't take it seriously how do we go from dick wolves to professionalism <laughs> i think we're about to find out okay let's see here well, it's like you hear like big um like uh i don't know like big-headed people the people that are in charge of things like that um like major i don't know no, okay I'm laughing at code. okay I'm sorry. i was like what the heck mike come on anyway um i was it's just like, imagining a guy with a really large bobblehead going <laughs> ding, 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 ding. i don't know like the people who are in charge of companies um it's like it, a lot of people don't take video game companies or or the gaming industry at all seriously and i have to agree with them as to why in in a sense because it's like some people who are in charge are complete assholes excuse my language but it's like <laughs> no 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 that, that's you're, you're a list of things that have been uttered here that we were well, anyway, it's like, me. See, it, <laughs> if, if i may i don't think it's that the people outside the video game industry don't take the video game industry seriously enough i think it's the video game industry takes itself too seriously well yeah well, for yeah, sure i mean a bunch like, of nerds who like really haven't had social interaction because they were scared to leave their house to high school yeah. and also they're in power that's not going to go so hot in the real yeah. world is there is there an example of the kind of thing you're talking about or Yeah, I was also going to bring up like the but that's the um director. Oh, what's his name? Pete I, it's, no, it's Tom something I think. Todd Hollenstein. Yeah, Todd Todd it's like that whole notch and uh the what was oh, it the element table or whatever it's like you guys are gonna okay. like fight about really stupid things and then you're gonna complain about not being taken seriously come on like well, i don't just, know i actually don't know this story um, oh so, you don't so did, oh my did, god did, 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 i'm not sure I, i'm good at stories <laughs> and dropping your paper quiet go <laughs> so um, Notch was working on a game called Scrolls. Oh, <laughs> continue. I know what you're talking about. Go ahead. And continue. Notch was working on a game called Scrolls, which people at Bethesda are just like Scrolls. That's really close to Elder Scrolls, and so they decided it's just like, hey, we want you to stop using that name. Right there. I mean, just one word away from being Elder Scrolls. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so they said, hey, we want you to stop using that word. And Notch was just like, well, you can fuck off. You know. <laughs> well, he has every right to. Um, <laughs> Uh, which 
I, I love this. Notch actually challenged yes. Bethesda. And good for him. To, no, 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 no. He challenged Bethesda to a game of Quake 3. Oh. Which is amazing <laughs> because Bethesda owns id Software, which made Quake 3. <laughs> So really I, good. Oh like, God, I wanted that to happen. I would have ordered that on pay-per-view. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if Twitch had a premium service, that that done. <laughs> Buying it. Yeah. This is this is, this is my WrestleMania. <laughs> now, what I don't remember from this story is that um, did he win? I don't think it actually happened, but uh, um, they they buried the hatchet, so to speak. I mean, they mm-hmm. they both uh, they both agreed that they were both being childish about this and stuff like that. And they even made a um, a uh, a reference to Notch in Skyrim. You can find an object called you, the Notched Pickaxe, right on the very top of the the main mountain in Skyrim. Right. right. So I found it. Um, <laughs> so that, that's when the initial complaint was happening. Is this a chance that it was just from overzealous lawyers in Bethesda, or Probably. or was this was there any like talk from like the CEOs and like the actual the actual people? Well, in Bethesda? I heard that it Todd was... Howard, I think that's his name, actually did want to get together with Notch and talk about it. Well, they, it, it was a whole weird thing. I mean, you know, Notch said that, you know, he'd change the name of the game no problem as long as they didn't, you know, sue him. And then Bethesda said, no, we never said anything. It's a, it's a whole bunch of he said, he said, she said. That makes it sound like an overzealous lawyer somewhere that they had mm. to. That's exactly what I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. You know, the gaming industry is full of overzealous lawyers. They're just like, hey, this is an indie studio Every that created in- Minecraft. We can make a lot of money off them because they made fucking Minecraft. <laughs> yeah, every industry is full of overzealous lawyers. I'm going with it. Sounds like two internet nerds fighting in right. live I'm action. Have to agree it's with internet it. fighting. Like, right. I'm gonna control. I'll delete you. Oh shit! You're not online. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're uh, in my face. I'll play on quick. <laughs> Bye. Talk to my lawyer. Right. That, uh, I have to agree with you about that goat. Anyway. Coming in at number two, something that we're probably not going to talk about really much at all, but I just wanted to hear Goat say the word of this company. Um, So uh, Square Enix is teasing some kind of strange crossover called Destiny 8, with 8 in Roman numerals, which everyone's just like, oh my god, something to do with Final Fantasy 8, which I don't care about because I didn't like Final Fantasy 8. Square Enix is teasing some kind of collaboration with a company called Gloops. This just gets easier and easier every week. <laughs> Most well known for uh, a couple of social games, of which I didn't hear about any of them when I actually looked into them. So I, I, I was like, cool. Square Enix is collaborating with a company with a funny name. Sounds Dutch. Dutch? <laughs> Gloops. Gloops. Sounds Dutch. Okay then. It sounds like food. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> All I'm saying is, is, is oh my my bad. It's actually G loops. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that would explain some things. No, it's it's it's. Oh. I was oh. I was playing it a Charles joke. All I'm saying is it sounds like the story we just had. Just insert the word destiny, and somebody else. Sure. Um, Just so the game Destiny's coming out, and somebody's ha, ha, that, that'll that'll happen. <laughs> no, because then that'd be a lawsuit between Activision and Square Enix. Exactly, and that's what's gonna that's, be. That's oh my god. And they're that's, gonna have a oh. battle to the death on Final Fantasy VII. It'll be fine. <laughs> sure. Anyway, and coming in at number one, uh, Charlie's found yet another letter that we're going to force him to do a dramatic reading of. Uh, Force is such a strong word. He came running in and was like, dramatic reading, dramatic reading, dramatic reading. And that's, tr- that's true. <laughs> Charlie loves doing this, so we're, we're going to uh, give him his spotlight. 
Uh, so this is another uh, another fake letter, to be very clear, um, published on Dorkly.com. And uh, this is Nintendo uh, president and CEO Satoru Iwata uh, basically writing a letter entitled Saying Goodbye to the Year of Luigi and Hello to 2014. <coughs> a dramatic reading by Charlie Technotronicorn Worthley. 2013 was the year of Luigi. In it, we released a new Luigi's Mansion game for the 3DS, a Luigi-centric DLC for New Super Mario Bros. U, and a new Mario and Luigi RPG for the 3DS, Super Mario World 3D, and even announced an exciting new Dr. Mario spin-off starring everyone's favorite green plumber titled Dr. Luigi. But 2013 is over, and with it, the year of Luigi. Aww. Now it's time to figure out what 2014 is, and I have an idea. 2014 is the year of go to the fucking store and buy a goddamn Wii U, you goddamn cheap dickholes. <laughs> or the year of G-T-T-F-S-A-B-A-G-W-U-Y-G-C-D for short. <laughs> I mean, seriously, no more of this goofy, ironic, let's feature a shitty side character year stuff. Here's how it works. We sell weird, slightly uncomfortable systems with iffy gimmicks, minimal third-party support, and hella fun first-party games, and you buy the systems. That's how the system works. That's the balance. You got it with the DS and the Wii. Shit, you even got it with the 3DS, even if it took you a little while to realize the 3D was garbage and a distraction. But so far, you have not gotten it with the Wii U. This is supply and demand, motherfuckers. You supply the dollar bills, and we demand you keep doing it until the end of fucking time. You gotta hold up your side of the bargain, comprende? Yeah, we don't have a whole lot of games so far, but you know what? Pikmin 3 is solid, Lego City Undercover is great, and Super Mario 3D World has fucking cat suits in it. What the hell else do you want, internet? Bacon suits? Yes! Oh my god, all of my yes. Doge suits? Neil deGrasse goddamn Tyson suits? I'll do it! I'll fucking do it! I helped release a crappy Sonic game exclusively on a Nintendo system just because I'm still pissed at Sega over the 90s console war shit, so you better believe I would let Mario dress up as an over-tweeting Reddit idol physicist who shoots bacon out of his meme hole! Till November 2013, the Wii was outselling the Wii U. You notice anything wrong with that equation? We made like 10 Wii games in 2013, and probably four of them were Angry Birds titles being sold for $40. $40 for an app on a CD. Plus, how the hell is it possible that in the year of 2013, your household doesn't have a Wii sitting in some corner collecting dust? How are you going to stores and purchasing that? Did you buy some beepers and asbestos while you were there? We've sold about 4 million of these goddamn Wii U shit boxes so far. <laughs> you got this. We've sold about 4 million of these goddamn Wii U shit boxes so far. You know how many Wiis we sold after the first year? 20 million. That means you like the Wii five times as much as you like the Wii U. And we threw in a freaking iPad controller this time. We skullfucked Steve Jobs' last big innovation. <laughs> the least you could do is buy one of these things. Maybe you're just waiting. After all, there are still a bunch of huge games yet to be released. Oh new Smash Brothers, new Mario Kart, new Zelda, new Metroid. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but we need you to buy these Wii U's oh. now. We lowered the price. We're putting out new games. We put Earthbound on Virtual Console, you <laughs> ungrateful shit rags. <laughs> Listen, we may be getting a little off track here. It's a new year. A new year full of possibilities and hope and mindless consumerist drones shoving money into the dead-eyed faces of Walmart clerks in exchange for Wii U's because that was the fucking deal. 
We gave you our green plumber last year. Now 2014 is all about you giving us your green. So don't forget to wish your friends and family a happy year of go to the fucking store and buy a goddamn Wii U, you goddamn cheap dickholes. Unless you want to see Mario unleashed for the Xbox Zero in seven years, that is. Signed, Sataro Iwata. P.S. I know that brain-dead reimagined golem Reggie Philome had said the year of Luigi would go into 2014, but trust me, it's over. Now we can go back to admitting that Luigi's nothing but a palette swap lame excuse of a character who couldn't sell weed and a Taco Bell, <laughs> let alone consoles to you gutless morons. Wow, Nintendo's got a whole new view. <laughs> well, I got one person clapping, so... Oh my god, that was incredible. I want Dorkly to come out with one of those every week just so that we can permanently reserve a spot on the top five to Charlie reading these. I honestly don't know why you find that to be so amusing, but I'll take it. It's just your 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 nice It's it's your presence. Yeah, your, your your delivery. You you start off all nice and professional and then you're just like, you fucking dickholes, you know. It's great. Well thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> All right, everybody's thankful. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we got big things in store for the year for Gamerhead Radio, and I wanted to get your guys' opinion on it. So that's today's feature. So, like I said, are you okay with their goat? Yeah. <laughs> everybody does that, that they do not know what I'm doing. We'll leave it to your imaginations, listeners. <laughs> um, Let's just so, say it involved his thumbs. <laughs> anyway, so, oh uh, like I mentioned last episode, we have a lot of big things in store for Gamerhead Radio, and I kind of wanted to get the listeners' input on a lot of this stuff that we're planning, um, especially because, uh, you know, the three of us have been talking and we've been trying to figure out, like, you know, where we want, you know, when we celebrate the best of the year 2014, you know, what do we want to remember most? You know, what do we want to, what do we want to expand this to? You know, obviously the podcast is all we do, um, under the Gamerhead name, at least. Um, you know, we obviously have all each have our own little, like, separate projects that we tie into the show and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, like, like uh, Goat and I, um, uh, we came up with a bunch of ideas, um, uh, like, last night, uh, literally, and I, I wanted to throw these out there and try to get, like, you know... Feedback. Feed yeah, sure, feedback. Um, that's exactly what I'm looking for. I don't know why I just said, sure, <laughs> feedback. Um, yeah, I was kind of lost in that, too. You're like, yeah, feedback. Yes, Mike. <laughs> feedback is what it is. It's been a long weekend. I can't wait to be off tomorrow when it's negative fucking 55 degrees outside. That's not an exaggeration for those of you who don't live in northern <laughs> Illinois. That's our high tomorrow. Yeah. With wind chill, to be specific. Yeah, but with, yes. with wind chill, but, you know. Um, so one, one of the things that we uh, that we mentioned is that we want to start doing reviews. We only did we've only done one review in the entire history of Gamerhead Radio, and that was the very first episode, and it was for Nino Cooney, which seems appropriate. But um, and this is something that go. Are you okay? I just wonder how does that seem appropriate. I don't know. Um, <laughs> okay, we're all lost I'm on just, that. I'm just. <laughs> I'm just speaking just, just, words. Okay. I mean, you've seen his Nino Cooney tramp stamp, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. That's appropriate. Reviewing it first wasn't. <laughs> you weren't supposed to tell anyone about that. You didn't say that. I trusted you. Anyway. By the way, your uh, tattoo artist spelled Oliver wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, 
so uh, one of the things we want to do is getting back into reviews and stuff like that. And I've already started, you know, contacting companies about reviews and stuff like that. But um, something I something I really want to know about specifically is whether you want them in the actual like audio. Um, like uh, during the normal podcast, or Goat uh, said it might make more sense for us to actually like type them out in text and put them like somewhere, somewhere on the internet, so that you guys can read them, um, as opposed to you know sitting through an entire episode and maybe you don't like, you know, uh, like uh, you don't care about the review. Like originally, our plan today, because uh, Plan A and Plan B were no longer an option. Um, originally, I was going to review Killzone Shadowfall today, um, which we decided against because. Of, I just congratulations, listeners. You now know that you are getting a Plan C show, <laughs> <laughs> which means we're well prepared. Uh, <laughs> we almost had to go to E this week. Don't fret. Stop at C. <laughs> um, so originally I was going to review Killzone Shadowfall, and then go brought up the good point of well, you know, what if no one cares? And uh, actually, you know, actually, I brought the point that I don't care, <laughs> and I don't know anything about it. <laughs> Charlie, do you have anything to say about how much you don't care about Killzone? Uh, no. <laughs> Good. Um, so we we decided against that in favor of this. Um, you know, what do we? You know, Charlie, I don't think I actually heard your opinion. What do you think of text versus audio? Do you think there's any like better way? Either way. Well, do we do it holographically? Is there like technology for that? <laughs> <laughs> As the secret CEO of Google, I can neither confirm nor deny. Sweet, Skynet will have your uh, hologramic uh, gamerhead transmitters out this Holygramic? week. Hologramic? Hologramic. <laughs> That's a word. Yes. <laughs> with two Ys, because well, it's Skynet and they can do whatever they want. <laughs> um, my thoughts on the matter are that, uh, you know, I, I think I, I would wager that the majority of our fan base is a fan of us as a podcast. So mm -hmm. if, if we were to put out something in written form, I just don't know if that would translate to our existing fan base. Yeah. We might get a different fan base off of that. That's that's what I'm kind of thinking. I'm thinking that because we start doing things in text, that maybe we might garner, you know, a, a, like you said, a different fan base. We might be able to, ex you know, extend our reach to people who hate podcasts but love to read things. Um so my suggestion would sort of be, I mean, so so here's my viewpoint. Go, you, you know, I know I know what your viewpoint is already, but then you can you can say what yours is, and then Mike, you can say what yours is, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, is Ooh, round table <laughs> with no table. Yeah, and um, like a triangle. Uh, anyway, my viewpoint is that um, you know, if we wanted to go the written review route, mm -hmm. fine. But I would still at least give a summary of the review on the podcast i would still include That's it for the idea. for the listeners that are that are that are curious like audrey just just out of example as you know primarily a listener of course um you know you said that you don't know anything about shills uh shill zone <laughs> about a sequel uh, yes coming out about of nintendo uh, kill zone shadowfall now when you say that are you saying that you don't want to, like you don't care so no i honestly from like Oh. From hearing That's what okay. you guys are saying either. already, what, as is, I have absolutely no interest. In, so you in, would want to skip that section right, of the podcast, right? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So, okay. So, um, uh, so as in the, where I'm coming from with this is like I listen to Major Nelson's podcast, and you know the the majority of the stuff that that you know the the majority of his content I do listen to, but I you know as most listeners probably know, I have no interest in like racing games and sports games and things like that. But mm -hmm. like when a new Madden game comes out, or like when the new Need for Speed or whatever comes out, often he will interview somebody from that studio and just talk about it, you know, just right. to garner you know excitement yeah, yeah. for the game or whatever. When that happens, I personally do not 
find it to be that big of a deal just to kind of skip ahead through the interview until I get to the next thing that I do want to listen to. Mm. So I, I guess my my viewpoint would be to go ahead and include it. But, um, but you know, and if, if people are not interested, um, I'm, you know, just, you know, referencing myself when I say it, they probably would not mind skipping through it. But of course, mm. the listeners would need to say whether or not they agree right. with me or not. Yeah. Um, the only, I, I mean, between, you know, text and audio, I'm fine with either because I, you know, I come from a text-based background, which sounds really weird. Um, well, we all have to start somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then and then transition to the podcast when I create it and stuff like that. Um, the only thing that concerns me uh, if we went text-based, like if the three of us started writing, I have no idea, I have no problem writing. You know, I still do it for fun. Um, I, I, I would probably be the one editing all the work and stuff like that. And I'm not looking forward to editing Goat's reviews. <laughs> <laughs> what? Congratulations. You're the optional. Who, you're the person who misspelled Tauntaun on Twitter today. <laughs> yeah, it was Tantan, wasn't it? Whatever was happening at Twitter. It's gone by now. Who cares? Um, but I mean, I still have a lot of fun, you know, writing and stuff like that. So it could really go either way for me. Um, but again, I really want to know what the listeners think. Um, so as far as like you cliff notes and you just mic it up <laughs> mic it up yeah i'll be like uh it was here good here it was good there this sucked ass there you go <laughs> so <basically, laughs> i'm gonna coin the phrase right now mic size it yes mic size <laughs> <laughs> you heard me sure <laughs> um another thing i wanted to mention um you know obviously we experimented a little bit with live episodes um with the new consoles and things like that um you know as far as and we did stuff with videos and stuff like that um i i'm toying around with the idea of doing more video content in the future maybe not necessarily just live episodes which actually we were all talking about before the podcast um just because audrey wasn't familiar with the format which is totally fine um mike didn't give her a syllabus well i mean you know um her welcome packet so, so you're going to be a co-host. You know? <laughs> so Sign here, initial here. Um, this is your flag and coaster. <laughs> Please read your handbook before you, starting. You have a required tattoo? Is it of the Gamerhead logo? No. It's of a horse. <laughs> Very well endowed horse. Charlie's. <laughs> it was Charlie's idea. <laughs> anyway. Um, he said something about self-portrait. I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> you just call me a horse? You are a unicorn, which is derivative of a horse. Oh, yeah. Okay, I see where you're going there. All right, I'll take it. <laughs> Needed the dots to be connected. <laughs> I am not a horse. I'm a... Yeah, I'm a horse with a point. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. a horse with an ice cream cone stuck to my forehead. <laughs> anyway, um, so I was experimenting. I wasn't experimenting. I was... I was uh, <laughs> Shut up, goat. Viking Jesus' labs. <laughs> I was looking into the idea of having more video content, whether that means more live episodes, or I even kind of teased this idea to uh, Charlie and Goat a couple weeks ago. Um, what if we started doing, like, Let's Plays? Or oh my like, god, that'd be amazing. Just saying. Okay. <laughs> we have one fan. Um, <laughs> let's Plays, or even, like, um, kind of like what uh, kind of like what Unskippable does for for their uh, for games and stuff like that, but we narrated trailers. Like video game trailers, you know what I mean? We narrate them? That sounds like a lot of editing. <laughs> <laughs> Potentially? It's a lot... It would be a lot more, like... Are you talking about the MST3K idea we had? Oh, my day? God! Yeah. I, that's like Retsupre. Have you heard of Retsupre? No. 
Sure. <laughs> okay. Sure. So, like, I've told you about them. Like, Red Supre, they make fun. I, I watch MST3K every night. I am not joking you. Nice. I just watched the the spiders that took over the earth yesterday. Um, <laughs> I feel like I have some catching but, up But, yeah, do. that'd be amazing. In fact, I was even thinking about starting up my own channel, doing kind of like an MST3K-themed, I don't know, uh, let's play channel. So I, I, that'd be amazing. That'd be okay. so cool. So we have one fan of the idea, at least. <laughs> and for those who don't know what Let's Plays are. Uh, Let's Plays are typically, you know... Or MS23K. The, 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 <laughs> yeah. no, no. That's true. <laughs> Let's Plays are typically, you know, people play the video game and they have... Uh, they either do or they don't have their own commentary. And I usually hate it personally when people have commentary because I'm only watching a Let's Play because I want to see the game. But I, a lot of people enjoy it. And I know, realize I'm in the minority with that and things like that. Um... Another thing uh, that kind of plays into th- I just the whole like you and like other people are talking over my stuff. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, which kind of uh, what kind of plays into the whole let's play idea? You know, um, I've already started streaming on Twitch, um, which you know, both the other. I dropped my pen again. That's also you, on Twitch because you guys needed to know that. <laughs> um, Every hour Last on the hour. Hang on. Um, yeah, every hour on the hour, VJ's uh, Twitch is dropping his pen. <laughs> Just tune in. Tune in. <laughs> um, both the other regular hosts don't have any uh, Twitch-capable... Uh, well, they do have Twitch-capable devices, just not Twitch-capable gaming devices. Yes. Um, which I imagine will change eventually through one way or another but i, I want to know if that's something that you know I, i've already had a decent like the following through viking jesus fans and stuff like that that show up and it's just like hey what's up and it's just like oh my god it's bruno and songbird and fucking that one creepy guy oh let's go never mind <laughs> <laughs> and me and my dad i was gonna say fun, fun fact uh, go did you know that charlie and his dad one time was watching me stream and i felt uh, really awkward about that because Charlie's, just like, yeah, Charlie's dad's a really, really stingy gamer guy, and he's probably like the guy screwed up there. What, what's wrong with What's wrong with you, Charlie? Why do you have friends like this? <laughs> <laughs> and it was knack too. So it's, 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 anyway, you're um, dead to me. <laughs> oh, so you get a little thing about Bob. It says Charlie Worley says my dad said we can't be friends no more. You suck at video games. <laughs> Son, are you telling me that you're friends with somebody who bought a PS4 <laughs> <laughs> and is playing a game where a man litters with no? <laughs> <laughs> this little robot Toblerone thing is a dick. <laughs> you just shit all over that guy's castle. <laughs> I need to replay Knack just because of the jokes we're coming up with. Um, He's got a knack for it. Hey! Oh, it's God. the pun of the week! There it is. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't miss it. Um, so, uh, so Let's Plays and Twitch streaming and stuff like that is something I want to know if you guys are interested in at all. Um... Goat apparently isn't interested. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and finally, uh, you know, of course we're going to cover E3 and stuff like that when it happens. Um, Goat and I are trying to possibly go to E3 this year, of which there's no Trying theory. to possibly contemplate the idea of thinking about the possibility of maybe, possibly, maybe happening. Just depends on how many more Thank tricks you, I get done. Um... Well, as the listener, most of the listeners probably know, E3 is a press-only thing, and you know you have to go through sort of an application process. And we're still a relatively small podcast, even though we've been growing exponentially as months go on. Um, so we're going to try to apply for uh, you know registration into E3 this year and stuff like that. Um, so if the, I, I want to present two scenarios, so the first scenario is that Goat and I go to E3. 
we have a good time. Charlie feels bad. Um, <laughs> this scenario is awesome. But we- <laughs> You're a dick. But we- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I put that on his business card. <laughs> um, but uh, so Goat and I go. We bring Charlie a bunch of souvenirs, you know, and then we talk to people, and you know, it's exciting, and so on, and so on. We find a way to do like cross country, like recording or goat and i just record a whole like video tour of the show for whatever just is whatever we might be able to do um hover drones (laughs) hover drones Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) so if goat and i get to go to e3 if we have from show floor coverage um I don't know what you guys want us to do about that. I mean, obviously... (laughs) Probably show them. Well, I mean, there's so many things we could cover from E3. We could do it more traditionally and talk to people. We could, you know, get hands-on demos. We could, you know, try interviewing people. I already said talk to people. Um, We could... There's a difference. uh, Hands-on demos. We could... Well, I'm not done. I'm just going to say that. We could try try just, like, you know, uh, introducing, like, the culture of E3 and stuff like that. Just giving, like, you know, this is here, this is here. I I want to know what the listeners think and stuff like that. And, Audrey, you didn't look at that video that I sent you of me at E3 that one time, did Mm -mm, I? No. Okay, you need to look into that. (laughs) Um, Because that's another option, just like uh, you guys have seen. I know Goat's seen it. I don't know if Charlie's seen it. No, I don't know what you're referring to. It's a tasteful nudes video at E3. Oh, cool. I don't want to watch that. <laughs> I had to. It was horrible. He, like, clockwork orange me and everything was nasty. So do you remember- <laughs> I love clockwork orange. So do you remember when I had a YouTube show that didn't do very well at all? Yes. Yes. So episode <laughs> episode 8 was an hour and 20 minute long episode of just everything I did while I was in Los Angeles for E3 so it was half the episode was split up into this is stuff I did at E3 and the other a half blog. was yeah and mm-hmm. the other half was this is stuff that I did at Video Games Live and the Video Games Live stuff was significantly more exciting but to, to me at least um, less nudes <laughs> Very erotic. You sound <laughs> kind of wishful over there, Goat. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying. On? I'm just saying that, that, that tasteful nudes is always a great joke. Doesn't matter. It's it's becoming one of those universal things. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's like replacing your mom. Mm-hmm. Okay, which is weird <laughs> to say that tasteful nudes are replacing your mom. <laughs> <laughs> See, works out great. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> anyway, so the other scenario is that um, none of us in this room go to E3, in which case we're all kind of bummed out, but not really because we're not expecting miracles here. Um, in which case, do we want to do another thing like last year where we had like that three-episode extravaganza in the span of a week? Or do we want to try to just... You know, which the, was it was what the predictions, the predictions, the news, and then the analysis. Right. Um, which I enjoyed. Uh, the listeners seem to enjoy it, but I don't know if you guys want us to do anything different. If there's a better way of going about it. If there's, you know, well, we also have to gauge E three too because if there's not enough there. Yeah, because E3 keeps going downhill. Yeah, I mean, if it starts fizzling see, more think, than it I fizzled. Think, I think this year's E3 is going to be very good because it, almost all of it is going to be focusing on next-gen stuff. Last year was the weird like split like between yeah. next-gen and, oh, by the way, we're coming out with these new shiny boxes, but we still have consoles out. I, I, I actually want to say something about that because like, oh. next-gen, they need people to advertise, so I'm sure they're going to let smaller people in, you know? Well... I would think that I mean, they I'm need not a small that, person, well, so... You know what I mean. <laughs> well, that, Smaller businesses, that, that, you know what I mean, okay? Gadget, it doesn't matter. So. I'm anyway, um, <laughs> um, but I personally, I, I wanted, like, blogs or vlogs would be really cool. Um, I think that uh, definitely you should, like I said... The, I can't get over like, a vlog. It sounds like some sort of, like, 
dead elephant. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. oh, there's a vlog on the safari. <laughs> that happens. <laughs> Circle of life, Lion King, etc. Yeah, the blog will come by and sweep it up in a minute. <laughs> Uh, okay. Well, anyway, back to what I'm saying. If I could talk without being interrupted by Goat here, with wow. <laughs> <It's> like. <laughs> anyway. Um, Guess so these no, days. I, honestly, like just watching your content that one time already, and already being invited to the show. I know personally as a viewer, I would definitely love to see since it is Gamerhead Radio, and since it is like the designated three people here. You know, you got Charlie, Goat, and Mike, or Viking Jesus. <laughs> I think Whichever it'd be cool to have like vlogs or, like I said earlier, uh, let's plays or whatever. Um, Apparently, the window behind Goat's head is cold. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is that ice on the inside? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy oh my crap. god. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, it's so cold outside that the inside of our studio is now icing over. <laughs> Um, so my skull doesn't like it. I'm pretty sure your beard's freezing up, Mike. <laughs> well, that's awkward. Um, so you think vlogs would be a good thing for if we uh, do attend E3? For sure. Okay. Well, I think we were going to probably well, do that uh, anyway. Also, especially, especially because, you know, you and I would be like, hey... This is the thing, you know. Uh, we could probably make, uh, we could probably get Tommy to make funny faces with oh, us. Oh, I figured I'd just get a GoPro and put her on my neck and be like, "Welcome to the first person. Hope you don't puke." <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that a comment you made when I came on? And then they made me tape tape a little paper gun in the lower right hand corner of the screen. <laughs> suddenly, it's an, suddenly it's an FPS. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, 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 no! Remember my episode? It's a new, um, it's a FPC. It's a new uh, genre, first-person conventioning. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Well, there's a first time for head. everything. Hey, okay. We can totally have anyway. oppressive duty. What <laughs> oppressive duty game? <laughs> oh my god! No. <laughs> anyway. Um, well, okay. Like, what about packs too? Do you need special permission to get in? Packs, no, or? but that's. So here's the thing about PAX. PAX is a... It's trickier for what we do here at Gamerhead Radio as quote-unquote journalists. Are you okay over there? Keep going. Keep going. Okay. Goat's like having a mini-seizure, so I'm just trying to make sure he's not... I have hair in places I don't need it. (laughs) Anyway, um... So, uh, PAX, it, it's more of like a uh, like a traditional convention. Like, you know, it's uh, all sorts of people are invited. You know, it's a little bit harder to be able to get um, anything worth, uh, you know, talking about, like, in a, a journalistic environment. I mean, we could definitely do that and then still do, like, a video thing or a show or, you know, I, I'm sure I probably know pe- high-profile people that go to PAX and stuff like that, so we could definitely do a show with that but the problem with packs is it costs money to get in um whereas e3 if we win as press it's free mm-hmm. and we already would have to pay for our own travel because right. we're you know this is just kind of our own little passion project um so i mean i'm not, I'm not opposed to like attending packs and stuff like that but that that's something that we really have to budget smart for you know right. Does anyone else have anything to add? Because I think those three things were really the only thing I wanted to mention about, you know, the future of Gamerhead and stuff like that. Well, uh, mainly just if anybody has any other ideas other than the, what we've already mentioned, uh, different, you know, if there's anything that you'd like out of Gamerhead that we're not currently offering, we would like to know what it is. I yeah, mean, I mean... And uh, really, no suggestion is a bad suggestion. 
We might not take every suggestion, We're but not, we'd like to hear everything. Yes. Full notes. <laughs> <laughs> now you've got me saying it. I hate <laughs> you. Um, Mission successful. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, from day one, we've always been a listener-oriented, you know, uh, broadcast and things like that. So well, we kind of have to be. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, our viewers are just minimal. <laughs> Something about you can't see audio except for like that, yeah, one, I mean, guy, the viewers, that one guy in Malaysia that's always high yeah. on LSD while he listens to us and stuff like that. I don't, I don't know how many times I've gotten emails from the viewers and they're just like, two episodes? Like, where are the rest of them? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm getting the shaking his head of no goat from Charlie. <laughs> so, of course, you know, even if it's something like you want to see like... You know, the three of us show up at, like, one of the concerts that either Goat or I play. You know, which, honestly, Goat and I are going to be there anyway. Charlie, he's got, like, a 50-50 shot of, of being there. So, no, just the wording on that. that you or me are going to show up at the concerts we play. I hope to God we show up at those concerts. Come to Toyota Neo so you might see me. You will see me. Mandated appearance. You'll be the guy in the goat suit. <laughs> you should wear a goat suit on stage one of these days. Yeah, it's got one of the fans in it. One, because it's cool. Oh, you meant fan is in, like, cool. No, 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 I don't want fan in it. No. That's, that's personal space there. Our new character contest. <laughs> but no, like, one of those, one of those, those, those cooling fans. So one, I'm cool for once in my life. And two, there's that awkward hum when you're talking to people. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> And now I know what it's like to be a fly. <laughs> um, so that's all I've got. That's all we all apparently have, apparently. Um, <laughs> redundancy is redundant. <laughs> oh, my God. Here on Gamerhead, Radio Gamerhead. <laughs> um, so, of course, because we're uh, talking listenership and et cetera, our mailbag is also listener-oriented, like it always is. It's been a weird You're day. tired. My God. <laughs> Wow, we should name this episode the obvious episode. Charlie, you heard him? <laughs> we'll see. That's also a good one. Take it under review. That's also a good one. <laughs> um, without further obviousness, let's get to the mailbag. So, our mailbag question, of course, was, uh, we mentioned last week that you'll start hearing more reviews on Gamerhead Radio. What do you want to hear from our reviews as in a rating system? What kind? None at all. Specific facts you want covered? Themed mailbags based on the review in question? Um, I think we uh, are leaving most of those up to the listeners and things like that, but we have some answers anyway. Uh, Nathan says, I want a cookie from your reviews. It'd be pretty successful. I don't think we can ship cookies. With the podcast, can we? That'd be too expensive. We could rate games in cookies. Yeah. We could. Or we could just be complete dicks and just get your email address and send you a digital cookie. GIF. GIF. Are we talking like a JPEG of a cookie or like a cookie as in like a techno cookie? An animated GIF of us eating cookies. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Or even a cookie. I can make them. Or we could just have Charlie send them a cookie to the website so it automatically just makes up their homepage. <laughs> nice. I like what you did there. Hey, here's your cookie. Way to not be specific. How, how is it that you made the tech joke before I did? I hang out with you entirely too often. <laughs> anyway. Taylor says, sure, give it a rating, but it should be something silly, like two out of five Vikings or three out of ten unshot um marshmallows. There's I just want to say, I Michelle saw that, and she 
I, it was a good three or four minutes before she stopped laughing. So. <laughs> There's nothing silly about those. Those seem like legitimate gauges. <laughs> so, does that mean for every marshmallow we would rate something, Michelle shoots us with more marshmallows? No, I figure we could do like one marshmallow and, and it could be one and an um, which would be the half. <laughs> one um marshmallow, two um marshmallow. <laughs> Anyway, and then uh, of course our friend matches Elfring says, it, 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 "Hang on, I love this. I read this oh, to Goat last yeah, night. Hang this on, is, people, you gotta, you gotta listen to this. Okay, F- follow me here. If you're, you want to sit down, no, not yeah. in that chair. That one squeaks. The other one. <laughs> okay, there you go. Matches says, rate it on a forty-eight point scale. Forty-eight being mediocre, one being okay, and twenty-four being great. If the game sucks, it gets a pygmy smack. Make it convol- as convoluted and impossible to understand as possible." <laughs> Well, see, Matt says you're already failing because it has numbers, and people understand numbers. You have faith in America. <laughs> yeah. Remember, we are we are an internationally listened to well, podcast. Well, yeah, but I mean, those guys I'm all right with. <laughs> you're okay with the internationally? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. I mean, we could go on the Apple system. S being great. The uh, the one idea that I had, uh, let, and you guys, uh, oh, Charlie, well, <laughs> oh, you have a problem with credit? No. <laughs> um, yeah, they won't give so me you guys, you guys can let us know what you think of this. Is um, we basically, th- th- uh, my approach would be to treat a review as so. One of the things I don't like about reviews is that they kind of rely on the person reading the review to have the same preferences as taste as the person who wrote the review. Yeah. And so, like, if I were to write a re- if I were to write a review of a Madden game, it probably would not be a very good review because I don't like football. That'd be awesome. Not only do I understand football, that would be so, awesome. You should do this. You should be great, <laughs> and we'll send it to matches in hardbound. <laughs> you heard of matches? I don't want a contract on my life. Okay. Um, I think Mason's out of town, anyways. <laughs> God. So Great my reference. my 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 idea was to have it so that we would basically say you know sum up the review and these are the things that are good about the game these are the things that are not so good about the game you know as opposed to being like just rating the game on like a scale of one to ten because again that's that's a, that's a very personal thing somebody right. may think a game is a nine well somebody else might think a game and is a six just because of whatever get, that's something that I can get deeper into just because you know I I use the full scale whereas you know most gaming websites nowadays just use like. Six through ten, you know, right? Yeah. So, so, but that's a feature for another next six episodes. So, <laughs> yeah, to essentially have the review format be, you know, um, to sum up as what's good about the game, what's not good about the game, and then do you want me to mention the price thing? Um, and then the other idea is to basically uh, add on to the review for the good side of things. Basically, be like, you know, this is a good game. Be if you know, you will like this game if you like this and this and this and this, but don't spend more than X amount of dollars on it or. <laughs> This game is good enough. You should buy it at its full price right now. Basically, you know, just to tack on, you know, this is a good game, but maybe not now. Not this is for, maybe this not for sixty dollars. This is a great game. You should feel guilty that you're paying full price for it because you should pay more. Be, being another option, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, a, yeah. a, a rarely discussed option, but yes. an option nonetheless. So oh, this um, game is so terrible. You should probably ask for a refund after you legally downloaded it. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't what I didn't pay for. <laughs> can, I get, can I get 10 bucks out of this? It'll be really, seriously. Like, I can get that bandwidth back. <laughs> so that's just one idea. To, uh, let, let us know what you think about that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But I like that idea because I use that all the time. Like, when we talk about video games, on, on, you know, obviously off the air and stuff like that, I'm a big advocate of, like, I don't know, that's a $40 game. I'll wait till it hits 40 bucks, And I'll put, like, price points on games and not purchase them until they hit that price point. Yeah. 
which so, I had a problem with that with Catherine because I was like, yeah, it's a thirty dollar game. For two months, it was thirty one fifty. Stuck to my guns. Stuck to them. <laughs> you are nothing you if not determined. Yes. You, you couldn't find a coupon or something. No, I don't. I, I just, I just. It was the fact that I'm like, I'm waiting. <laughs> Got it for twenty nine ninety eight. Oh yeah. man, two cents below your goal. Yep. <laughs> and it was still over thirty bucks a tax, so I lost. <laughs> Anyway, getting to the actual uh, emails this week, uh, we our first email is from Sammy. Uh, she says, hello. Hi, Sammy. <laughs> Good evening. Uh, <laughs> Why, hello. Why, Sammy sounds so masculine. <laughs> Welcome to our parlor. No, I'm, we're saying hi back to her. Yeah, oh, we're okay. masculine. Yeah. Well, we, we as in me and Charlie. Well, goat's masculine. Yeah. Oh, Charlie's a brony and... <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Sammy says, you each get a chance to have three wishes with a genie. All wishes have to be gamer world related, past, present, or future. You cannot wish for more wishes, but you can absolutely kill or bring back from the dead. What are your three gamer world wishes? When she says gamer world, so like things that happen in a game? I she's not specific, so have fun with it. Oh, the beauty of vagity on this show. <laughs> I'm gonna wish that Watch Dogs wasn't delayed, first of all. Yay. <laughs> Support that. Um I'm wishing you could put your hands in your pockets on all platforms to watch dogs. <laughs> I wish that Last Guardian was out now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be nice. I wish Last Guardian still existed. I'm, not, I'm assuming it doesn't exist anymore. They're that, hiring developers specifically for Last Guardian for the PS4. What is that noise? What is that? That's an airplane that's really got a bad, <laughs> got a bad valve. <laughs> that's my passive aggressive your jerk Shannon. Did you just call him Jerk Shamalot Lingon? <laughs> I think so. For the sake of he's laughing at it, yes. Okay, good. <laughs> I still say it's a not so good plane. Like a biplane that's not really sure about sexuality, but just says it's bi. I don't think that's what a biplane is, goat. Huh. <laughs> that explains a lot of air show things. <laughs> what are those two planes doing to each other? Go, you got a wish? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to actually see Final Fantasy make it to fifteen fifteen. <laughs> the- For those of you that don't follow my personal <laughs> Facebook page, Goat's been making a joke all the goddamn week about um, apparently Square Enix is going to make a Final Fantasy fifteen fifteen. Mm-hmm. Well, we're making it to what three with thirteen, so I figure. So you're saying that there will be. Fif- four- fourteen, 14 sequels, sequels to, to Final, Final Fantasy fifteen. Yeah, mm-hmm. you actually want that? Yeah. Yeah. Just because he wants to Just because it. so you can say, I told you so? That and... He wants to see me buy every single one. I want to see him and Dan be like, I spent $6,000 on Final Fantasy XV. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> and then they inevitably come out with a complete collection that has exclusive DLC and stuff like yeah, that. And and both come on, how cool like, would it be to damn. have a shelf set of Final Fantasy XV? <laughs> like, you know when you buy, like, the Bond movies and they come in that shelf set? No, it's just a video game and a shelf set. We're breaking boundaries. And Final Fantasy is just ramping up there. I think my wallet has run away from fear. <laughs> Especially if they all have a collector's edition. That'd be amazing. Got any other wishes, Mike? I, I want Brutal Legend 2. Okay. I really yeah, want okay. Brutal Legend I want, 2. I, I know why you want Brutal yeah. Legend 2, too. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that was great. 2-2. Two, two. Brutal Legend 2-2. Two, two. <laughs> that wasn't the joke. I know. <laughs> Audrey, do you have any gaming wishes? Yes, like for us to shut I up. <laughs> oh, God. Come on. Uh, no, actually, Mirror's Edge, too. Uh, Mirror's well, that's Edge. Always, that's already a thing. That's yeah. been confirmed. 
Yeah, but it's never coming out. It was confirmed like I don't know. Three no, it's years going ago, with the maybe? bonus pack of uh, last. No, it was confirmed. That it was confirmed this past E3, so yeah. it's not even been confirmed for more than a week, M- month, <laughs> year. Oh my god. No. Okay. Last what, what? time I read something about. Pretty sure it was confirmed to be like uh, two years ago. To be a bonus disc with uh, uh, Last Guardian. <laughs> Oh, and those would come with a demo for Half-Life 3, right? Yes, okay. yes, yes. You know, there actually have probably been people screaming at their respective audio players this entire time that nobody has said Half-Life 3 up until now. Yeah. Yeah. So That's because they but know it's, it's, it's never cool happening. Because if you, it, That's because I've given up on Half-Life 3, even no. from a wishing standpoint. What's really cool about that, though, is if you get the Half-Life 3 demo, it comes with exclusive codes for Doom 4. <laughs> I'd buy it. <laughs> You'd buy all of that. Yes. And it would all come out in February. <laughs> My February gets even more busy. Anyway. Any uh any more wishes? Anyone anyone? Oh, I want Forza Seven to actually not be microtized. I don't think you even need to wait for till seven. Six will probably be not microtized. Yeah, well, but I usually like to give them an extra game just in case. That all depends like, on. There have been complaints, but it all depends on how much money they made. Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. This is Microsoft we're talking about. Yeah. Wait, is that a Microsoft thing? Yeah. Well, Forza is Forza a Microsoft is. exclusive game. It's ex- is it Microsoft Studios? It's Turn Ten Studios, but they don't have say over the DLC. They just uh, they just like, hey, we're Microsoft. We're going to give you money to make this, and then we're going to do whatever the hell we want with it. Yeah, okay. I think it's produced by Microsoft Studios. It is. Okay. It yeah. is. It's published by Microsoft published. Studios. That's not produced. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Wrong P. Same thing. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Sammy, for your email. Uh, of course, Songbird writes in this week. Yay, Songbird! She says, Dear Viking Jesus Goat, Technotronicorn, and Audrey, it says it right there, very small, I swear. See, Maybe right, you should, right you there, should, I'm not you, showing it to you. You should put the Sharpie on there. No, it's <laughs> a brand new surface. <laughs> Uh, first off, before continuing with my email, I guess I owe Technotronicorn an apology for throwing him into that episode last week. I'll see if I can make it up to him in a little bit. With the who and the what? You were crying Remember last week. When, oh, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. It was so traumatic. I, about in everything. It was yeah. so traumatic. I blocked I had, it out. I had, to, I had to comfort you for days about the fact that you didn't like Banjo Tooie. Yeah. Whatever. Oh my God! I still yeah. have that on regular Nintendo. I've never played it. Oh, I still, that was my first game Nintendo I ever got. <laughs> Can we please talk about something else? <laughs> okay, let's, let's, go, let's go to the next thing. Uh, my yeah, I'm tired of filling out comp receipts for his therapist. <laughs> Uh, my mailbag answer. Well, considering you guys didn't really give me a lot of time to work with, we never give her a lot of time to work with. Just, just Real, what, yeah. How I'll, much I'll, I'll is a lot of time? I don't know. Anyway. Okay. Um, the only thing I currently have is how many headbangs you think the game deserves since the show is called Gamerhead Radio. Ouch. <laughs> Plausible. Um, Four and a half out of five. How do you do half a headbang? Don't answer that. <laughs> you, oh, so you, you never come back up. Oh, God. That's just that easy. <laughs> <laughs> you can fill in your own joke here, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Um, not to bring down the new year, but there's something I want to know. What game which you played in 2013 disappointed you the most? That's cool. a good question. That's a really good question. Yeah. 2013, the year. <laughs> 2013, the year, the game? Yeah. Horrible. horrible. <laughs> like, live action, it was just horrible. <laughs> Jokes, man. Goat is just full of puns tonight. Yeah, sorry. Which is appropriate because I'm full of. Oh my. Wow, you I'm guys are just like setting stuff this. up. Like, here you go, have this. Here you go, have that. I think I'm sleeping in tomorrow, guys. <laughs> you should probably sleep till raw. <laughs> I probably should, but I'll want to kill zombies. I can't think of because I didn't play very many disappointing games. 
Because I'm usually good about that. Yeah. Uh, I got to think about this. There was a couple. I don't know if this counts as an answer, but I'm using it because it's the only one I can think of that I've played in 2013. Didn't come out in 2013, but uh, just because what we were talking about before, just Assassin's Creed 3. Just it was not as exciting as I wanted it to be. So. Mm. That's uh that was uh, I'm still oh, well, it does say which game you played in 2013 not necessarily released in 2013 well, so I guess that uh, I guess that's I guess that, that oh so then here comes Eternal darkness here it comes go <laughs> <laughs> made me play it I played two hours and I was like this fucking sucks take it I didn't say that he says I said no that, that was but... verbatim and no, he, threw, it wasn't. he threw it at me with that stern look at his and was like take your filth and walked out. <laughs> Which I'm not sure what filth means to this day, but it, it was it was stern. That's not true. That's no. Just no. Well, I guess I could probably go that route then too, and probably piss off every person on the planet and say Shadow of the Colossus. You're fired. That was quick. Have <laughs> <laughs> fun, Audrey. You know how they say that the truth is usually like the mixture of like the two sides of it. So my guess is that Mike did exactly what Goat said, but then immediately was like, "Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Let me buy you another copy. Let me, I'm really, really sorry." And just yeah, that's, that's what I said. And then he punched me in the face when I said Shadow Colossus. I didn't get, and it sucked. Oh my God. Okay, no, I'm a Thank Shadow Colossus fan. Yes! Thank you. <laughs> That was probably it. Like you know what his entire problem with the game was? He the couldn't go straight! <laughs> on the horse? or In general, apparently you're not supposed to walk out of that uh, hut thing and make a right. You're supposed to know that you're supposed to go straight. <laughs> and you couldn't get his sword to work with the, the light to show him which way to okay, go. Okay, I think you're just retarded. He didn't have any sword. <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be the general consensus from all the general classes players. Wow. Which is fine, because let's get on the racetrack and see who can do what. That's where my... my the strong point is no exactly no. you can ride a horse with a wi-fi sword and i can <laughs> and i and i can whip through a course at 150 so miles an hour sideways I, I need to design something called a wi-fi sword and, and, we'll then we'll, the, and then we'll hang it in the studio here and it'll always shine except when goats in the room yeah <laughs> the greatest thing ever. The only thing I can think of now is Charlie with a Wi-Fi sword standing in front of his front yard doing the Zelda pose. <laughs> Go on. signal here. <laughs> like, like five bars works like a champ. <laughs> Audrey, did you play any disappointing games in 2013? Um, no, I no, not really. Not that I can think of. I, just I was going to say, you probably just replayed Skyrim and Assassin's Creed 4 yeah, over no, and over until I played the year more was over. Than that. Yeah, that's um, what she say. So she's the polar opposite of us. She buys a game for the year and just beats into the ground. We buy a game for 20 minutes and go, it was fun. Moving on. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Well, anyway, I know that a lot of people were disappointed about the Call of Duty Ghosts. Uh, so, I mean, when my sister got it, sure. she was really disappointed. She was so excited about it. And Is I don't she know, um, a multiplayer or a campaign? A campaign. Okay. Well, and multiplayer, why. actually. But w w was she disappointed in one more than she the other? She was, no. The whole game in general. Really? Uh, that that kind of like made me so excited. That seems to be so the general consensus yeah. with Ghosts. Really? So I'm seeing well, that a lot of people Well, it's just like another game that's, you know, by... It's like Call, yeah. of, Call of Duty fans are finally waking up and realizing this is the same, the same damn thing. game. It's the same thing, yeah. It's been the same it, it, damn game for the entire time. See, I know speaking that, of one scene, <laughs> speaking of one scene in particular, it literally is the exact same game. <laughs> I've seen that video. Yes, but you got a dog. They just reanimated. It. No, no, for, for reference no, sake. No, didn't even reanimate. 
animated. They just, they just, they just like replace it's, the character model and spam. There really? it is. There, there, there's oh one God. scene in the game where uh, it's uh, mild, very mild, expected spoilers here. Um, I think it was at the end of uh, Modern Warfare Two. I think yes. it was. Is that at the very end of it when you're you're confronting like the main bad guy in the game and you like get shot back on your back and you're you're seeing well obviously it's in first person view but you're looking around and you're seeing one of your partners and you're like scr- uh, scrambling to like get back together. It's like a maybe a twenty or thirty second long sequence. The exact, and I really mean the exact same is it- sequence is in Ghosts, like just in a different place with different skins. The camera angles, the animations, the everything else about it literally is copy paste. Was it like supposed to be like an Easter egg in a way? Like no, I think it was no, I think it was just laziness. budget. Yeah. That, that, that sounds have, like, like all the money in the world. That sounds like a wool thing, right? Like let's see how conscious they are. Right. Oh damn it, they noticed. All right. <laughs> Yeah, but that was dumb because it, the internet notices everything. Right. I don't see it being budget because when you're talking about a game of that scale, right. thirty exactly. seconds is not gonna, is not going to make that much of a difference. I really think it I was say, somebody got lazy. I don't think Call of Duty has a budget anymore. They're right. just like, go, we're going to make a gazillion dollars. Yeah, you already have everything <laughs> yeah. made out for you. So yeah. hey, just reskin this uh, program for the sixtieth <laughs> time and uh, come up with a new subtitle. Sweet. Budget made. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> really quick, I have, um, I'm changing my answer to most disappointing game of 2013 because I'm still playing Assassin's Creed uh, 3 and I stopped playing Dishonored. Dishonored really? was great. I was awesome. Did what not, the hell is wrong with you? Okay, did not was, get it. Okay, the art style was way too much like Bioshock, but no, I, I like that about okay. it. The art style did not bother me. The first person stealth bothered me. Oh, I couldn't... I, I liked it. I don't know. I, I, liked, I, liked, I liked the world. I liked the story. Games, except for Bioshock. <laughs> I liked everything about it, but I just... May, I mean, maybe I wasn't playing it the right way or something. Like that. I don't know. <laughs> Wait a I don't minute, know. Though, like, I, I liked it because... That's impossible. I don't know. And I, I, I know that there are plenty of people out there that disagree with me. I know there's, it's, uh, you know, I've won lots and lots of awards and everything, but I just could not wrap my head around the gameplay. I think okay, it's Charlie. just one of those okay. games that you either love, really love, or you hate. See, it's, it's not anything in the middle see, because yeah. it's like one extreme or the other. Dishonored really. for me was just such a breath of fresh air as far mm. as like gameplay style, setting, you I know, agree the, completely. the story, the, everything. It was just like, this is. Great. I mean, I the only first person stealth game I can think of that comes to mind is Deus Ex, and that was like uber future, you know, robotic eyes Deus. kind of stuff. <laughs> Dishonored. It was just, it was such a unique world and characters, and it, it, if I can't remember, I think Skyrim was my game of the year that year, which you know, tough call. Um, but it, it, it's oh, Dishonored was so good, so good. You're both fired. <laughs> Fine. Tune in next week. No, you're not fine. <laughs> I need you. I say tune in next week to the awesome goat show featuring Charlie Worthley. Yeah. <laughs> and the not so awesome Gamerhead Radio with Mike and a banjo. <laughs> I wish I had a banjo. It's like I wanted to play the game like Fallout, was I think my problem is is I, I went into it expecting oh, a game like Fallout. Okay. Oh, speaking of which, that. Oh, that makes me want to bring up the letter that the fake uh not the fake letter it was the fake website, fake website. yeah we already yeah. We, oh we've we've driven that into the <laughs> yeah. dust we've been down that road uh-huh. so I'm but so i'm with you charlie i didn't like dishonored that. either but it kind of reminded me of like assassin's creed and i don't have any interest in playing any of those so it's kind of like uh, yeah, this isn't for me oh you and audrey are fighting now <laughs> Just a little. get on the list it's okay. I can I'm get to you probably in four person. years. It's all right. <laughs> uh, moving on from that heck of a question. Uh, Songbird says, usually it has to do with something that's controversial compared to other reasons, but shouldn't video games which don't function properly be recalled like other commodities? Granted, there's been a few, but still. 
No, patch. That. Yeah, because you recall something when it's out there and you can't do anything about it. You recall something when the cost of recalling it is smaller than the cost of a lawsuit. <laughs> you <Yeah>. also recall <laughs> it when it's a cricket game. <laughs> no, uh, uh, wasn't it Thank Fight you. Club that basically covered this whole thing about when when companies do recalls? And, yeah, you know, there, there's a yeah. formula where they basically. Say, I'm pretty like, sure that's what I was quoting. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's it's very accurate too. It's um, you know, it's uh, you know, when you have software out there, you don't need to recall it to fix it and then release it again. You just right. you just patch it. Right. Sometimes. Well, let's take uh, uh, the Last of Us for instance. Like the whole trouble that was going on wasn't necessarily going to be a with recall. Last of us? Yeah, they um well, yeah, it was the with uh, Beyond Two Souls <laughs> with the character I forgot the actress's name. Oh, Ellen Page. Um, yeah, and it's like they just patched it with that. But I mean, like, well, I mean, I guess I could be perceived oh. a little differently when it comes to having to recall something. But they're still no. able to patch I, it. I can't. And I can't change yeah, the whole character's in face the, and everything. In the age of the internet, I can't see much of a uh, reason to rec- right, to full on no. recall something. But unless it's a cricket game, unless, yes. it, unless it's apparently a <laughs> yes. Oh, I know what you're referring. Okay, yeah, the game that got released and they're like, this final question seems like it's catered specifically to Charlie, so I'm not going to let him answer it. I'm kidding. Uh, you're going hey. to answer it. <laughs> Remember the last time? Everyone that? watch Charlie's face as I read this because I'm going to. <laughs> Should we record this? <laughs> no. For some unforeseen reason, one of the games you were looking forward to this year has bellied up. But with the magic of friendship, the game has revived. However, it was also ponified in the process. <laughs> so which of those games would you play even if it underwent ponification? <laughs> this is what we've come to. <laughs> Say watch ponies. Say watch ponies. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Assassin's Creed ponies. Um, I don't. I think that question is meant for you. Ponies. I, I think this question is meant for Mario 3D pony. Mike. <laughs> pony think, ponies. Wait. I think this question. <laughs> are you done? Yes. Okay. Yes. I think this question is meant for you too because my answer is all of them. I knew you. <laughs> all of the games. Ever, oh come on, watch ponies. I would love to see glittering hacky pony. <laughs> Me too. You buy the freaking figure. <laughs> Two hundred fifty dollars, eighteen inch pony. Done. So you didn't, you didn't say pony. I goat, pony. Goat. Mm-hmm. Um. So if I had to have a bunch of weird goat, goat. So <laughs> Fable is now coming out in the world of My Little Pony. Would you still play it? Uh, yes, <laughs> I would. <laughs> yeah, I'd pony it up. <laughs> That's a bonus pun of the week. Actually, that might be pretty fun though. Like walking around. Although I don't know where the magic Look would come me. from, but I'm a pony. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, only unicorns have magic, so you that'd have be, to be a unicorn. Oh, that'd be awesome! Like pony on pony crime. Like you. <laughs> <laughs> what? Dark ponies? You do have to keep the fable thing. You need to be a light pony or a dark pony. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, the dark pony, the dark ponies could just be changelings. That's yeah, a, that's a thing. Okay. Whatever. Um, looking at Mike, trying to figure out Metal what... Gear Pony. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Would you still play Metal Gear Solid? Where's five? Metal, where's the metal pony? <laughs> no, you yourself would be the pony. You'd be solid pony. Why? <laughs> Tell me where Metal Pony is. <laughs> that was my horrible attempt at an horrible. So wow. would that make it big Clydesdale? <laughs> There is actually a character called Big Macintosh. Okay. Okay. Wow, we broke him so bad he's hiccuping. 
I would play the shit the, out of Metal Gear Pony. Can you imagine the tail sticking out of the box? Cruising the box. <laughs> Audrey, would you still have played Assassin's Creed 4 Black Horse? <laughs> yep. <laughs> all the, I actually all might play sh- that. All the sea shanties are now about ponies. <laughs> I just pirate ponies. That just sounds like something that would be just awkwardly fun to deal with. <laughs> Although horses climbing like they do in Assassin's Creed, uh, the physics are a little off there. Yeah. No, everything is now uh, like a stair steps, so, oh, so it's a lot easier to climb up. Yeah, Havana is going to triple in size. <laughs> worse, like, let's be real when it comes to ponies or horses in general. The Skyrim horses uh-huh. or the, okay, if there was like Black Flag horses. <laughs> So the, the Red Dead, the, 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 the Red Dead Redemption horses aren't an option here. Okay, yes, they are. Oh, okay, <laughs> there's only one horse in video gaming, and it's a pony. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the other ones are just <laughs> slight ripoffs of the greatest horse ever made. <laughs> so, if the next Zelda game you were riding around on Rainbow Dash. No! Yes! Oh my no! Stick with me. That is the only game. No, 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 Mike, stick with me. That's not the only game. She can fly. No! Okay, Mike, stick with me. No! She can control the weather, kind of. Hey, anything in the word dash it means it's already going to go faster than carrots. (laughs) Do I. Can I. Can I. um, While traversing Hyrule on Rainbow Dash, can I have a Wi Fi sword? Yes. Yes, I will allow that. Yes. When I pull it out of the stone, does my signal get better? Or <laughs> it depends if there's a homeless person next to you. <laughs> oh God! Great <laughs> reference. Oh, thank you, Songbird, for your email and for breaking us again. As usual. <laughs> oh, this breaking brought to you by songbirdemail.com. <laughs> oh, that's insane. Anyway, <laughs> so many pony games that must happen. <laughs> Go. Do you have any shows coming up? Uh, no. No, you're on hiatus for a while. Yeah, until we're the on snow melts. Fucking cold. <laughs> I'm well, you wouldn't be playing outside, I would assume. I don't want to be outside. Well, Gear is metal. <laughs> <laughs> like physically metal, not metaphorically musically metal. It's physically metal and cold and negative 20 degrees. <laughs> Charlie, is that lookout thing still going on? Do you still care about it whatsoever? I think it. Mm, hang on. Oh, oh man! Live results. <laughs> oh, shit! I won three weeks ago. To see how many <laughs> votes that fourteen-year-old got. That was me. You make a damn fine fourteen-year-old. That's what I've heard. <laughs> Especially <laughs> that guy in that bitch and van. <laughs> Little creepy. <laughs> Little creepy. <laughs> what? <laughs> the guy had a cool van. Whatever. <laughs> Not while he's drinking. <laughs> it had my little pony on the side. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Don't kill him. We need him. <laughs> no, so the no, we don't. Sparkling water stuff going through your nose oh, is really yeah. interesting. Had <laughs> <laughs> oh. it everybody's speakers just went. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's sub just went. No. <laughs> the sub itself. Yeah. No. Mm. I've always wanted to make that for stereos and stuff like that. Would like, like, just have a like a robotic like Glados come over your stereo and be like too loud. <laughs> If your speakers are maxing. So the contest is not over yet, apparently. Uh, There are currently 139 pages of nominees, which I think is around what it was last time. um, I'm presuming that the front runner is still Aiden with 71 votes, who's on the very last page. 
Um, he's been ahead the entire time. I have not looked through all 139 pages, so there may be somebody ahead of him, but who knows? I am currently sitting at 24 votes, which puts me in probably like third or fourth place or something like that. So no, I'm not going to win the thing, but that's fine. I know I'm a better tech hero than he is, and I'm okay with that. I've made there you peace go. with myself. There you go. I bet he doesn't have a podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he probably has an X in his gamer tag on Ghost. His, uh, his gamer several tag mes- is his several gamer tag is XX, yes. YOLO, swag, smoke weed every day, 420XX. Soon to be Tech Hero Elite. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, no. So, Aiden, presuming you're going to win, enjoy your $1,000. All he's going to do Aww. is... All he's going to do is buy the complete series of Jersey Shore. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Audrey, do you do anything that you would like to advertise to the thousands and thousands of podcast listeners? No, I really not. Can we <laughs> try a rewording of that? <laughs> I just did see bright. Did to I miss me. something? I, if you did, so did I. Okay, I, okay, I, then we're good. Right. Coach just has a dirty mind. Um, I just didn't see like you were. I don't know. So I've got a couple shows coming up in the spring. Um, the one for sure is at RiverCon in South Bend, Indiana, April 19th, which is a Saturday. Um, in the warm weather. In warm weather. Wet, but that's better than now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have another show that's supposed to be in Indiana sometime around there, but i got to figure out when that one is. Um, uh, also, vague hint about the Banner Saga to keep an eye on it until I can talk about it. Which will um, be when... Can you say that? I don't know. I should probably find out when I can say more things about the Banner Saga, other than that it's a thing that exists and it's coming out on January 14th, 2014. Anyway. Um, no also, free banner. Huh? You don't get a free banner you with the pre-order. Um, well, hopefully you'll be able to say something at least on next week's episode, because that'll be we'll be recording two days before it comes out. Let's hope. Yeah. <laughs> um, He'll send a press around. And also, yeah. I'll send ourselves a press release. Yeah. Excuse me, you can talk about this now yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Please do that. That'll be amazing. This just in from Mike Gamerhead. This is awkward. <laughs> um, also, I'm releasing a new song relatively soon, a new video game cover. Um, I've not revealed what it is yet, um, but I have been hinting it heavily on the Facebook page, and I go and I want to drop another hint here. Um, so the, the new hint for the song is that uh, I, I've already said that it's been on seven consoles, and I've already said that the iconic weapon originally had a very different form. Now I'm adding to that that this series is currently active, and there was even a new game revealed within the past year. So not Duck Hunt. Not Duck Hunt. Son of a bitch, Sorry, i got to redo that bass track. <laughs> Sorry, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> What the heck were you doing? I thought La- it was Duck Hunt. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I tell you, being a session worker for Viking Jesus, I have to guess the game, too. So I have just <laughs> just gigs and gigs of just bass lines waiting to be like, oh, are we doing this one? Oh, this oh. is from Doom, isn't it? It's from Pokemon. Two oh, minutes. This is awkward. Two minutes. <laughs> Be right back. Hang on. Let me let me let me, let me fix this. So so uh, that'll be revealed by the end of the month, hopefully. Um. So if you guys have any ideas, send them my way so I can get this working. <laughs> uh, I will say it's the longest video game cover I've ever done. It's clocking in at seven minutes so far, so and I'm very excited to release it. But you know, anyway. And with that, if you like what you hear, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash/GamerHeadRadio. Follow us on Twitter at GamerHeadRadio for updates on new episodes and etc. I'm at Viking Games Live. He's at Sir Goatsworth. He's at T E K Charlie. Audrey, do you use Twitter? No. No. Then yeah, you don't I don't care. care She's not anywhere. <laughs> um. 
Uh, we're on Google Plus. We're on Stitcher Radio. We're on iTunes. We're on our own fucking website. Uh, whatever you listen to us on, please five star us, upvote us, plus one us, thumbs up us. Be careful with that last one on whatever avenue it is you listen to us on. Um, obviously, you can send any questions, comments, concerns, or quandaries to uh, any of the social media I mentioned, as well as editors at gamerheadradio.com, or you can drop us a phone call at nine four nine two six gamer. It's been a long time since we've had anybody call the voicemail. So somebody, anybody, this week, please. Matches, are you okay? <laughs> He's okay. He's just, you know. I know. Let's get a Taylor remote from Florida. <laughs> By the time he hears this, he probably won't be in Florida. Oh, that's right. They don't have uh, internet in Florida, according to Taylor. <laughs> I don't believe him, but I have no choice but to believe him. <laughs> This episode of Gamerhead Radio is brought to you by Mr. Plow. Mr. Plow, that's my name. That name again is Mr. Plow. This has been Gamerhead Radio. Lollipop, lollipop, oh lolly, 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 lollipop, lollipop, oh lolly, I don't know the lolly, harmony. Lolly, lolly, lollipop. <laughs> I didn't do it right at all. <laughs> Shut I, up. I think your lollipop's got a flat. <laughs> your face is flat. Yeah. <laughs> Still test. No? Okay. You're good. Check, 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 check. Worst lollipop impersonation ever. <laughs> Worst lollipop impersonation God ever. Do 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 speed racer do 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 raid speeser. We good? Yes. Okay. Everything's fine. And the growler takes a pinch. You always supposed to slap your growlers on the ass for the flavor. Makes the beer better. Yeah.